So again, blessings on your intentions. Uh, again, thanks for praying for me. My injured hamstring seems to be getting better. I noticed our second baseman, Colton Wong, injured his left hamstring. I was going to send him a note of encouragement. <laughs> our stewardship committee, so that's all a very good thing. Our committee just helping all of us to you know, reflect on stewardship uh, as a way of life, to be grateful for all of our gifts and blessings, uh, to be willing to give back generously, you know, and not just money, of course, but time and talent. So, you know, a parish, a school, uh, so, so necessary to have uh, many, many volunteers, people who are willing to give their time and talent. So we're grateful indeed. And uh, I know our grade schoolers are grateful that the standardized testing is almost over. So it was a standard, what do they call when we were kids, Iowa basic tests. So it was all week, and I think they have just Monday morning. So they are indeed grateful. The tests are almost over. Our athletic association, it turned out to be a wonderful day. Today is a golf tournament. I was going to play, but thought better of it. And uh, mine, Senior Leach, is out with him. So the uh, annual uh, golf tournament with our athletic association. And, of course, they help all the sports programs so enjoyable for our many, many children and young people. So uh, bless that effort. In fact, I thought because it's a golf tournament day, I had a little golf story. Uh, there was a bride escorted down the aisle by her father, and when she reached the altar, why, there was the groom standing with his golf clubs. And she said, what are your golf clubs doing here with you? And he looked at her and smiled and said, well, this isn't going to take all day, is it? <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> Which sort of leads uh, to my homily. Uh, year, in the first reading especially, uh, years ago I was thinking of Friday night weddings uh, became very popular. Uh, you know, dim lights, you could dim the lights, you had candles down the aisles, candelabras up here, you know, it was just great. Of course, photos were terrific, uh, for, you know, like a Friday night wedding. And then, you know, you'd go right to the reception. But I, I think they fell out of favor because, well, there wasn't a lot of time, you know, to Friday evening. You know, weddings at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock and then pictures and see, and then the reception. And because of that, I, I think I remember a few questions like, well, now how long is the wedding mass? Namely, you know, could you speed it up a little or leave a few things out? Because... We want to get to the reception, see? Well, uh, the first reading, see? Yeah, I guess we're all like that. I mean, nothing wrong with a short homily or a short mass. And we're probably thinking, oh, yeah, now what am I going to do later tonight? But, of course, the idea, well, you know, make the best of this moment. You know, say your prayers. Try to stay focused. I always, I do ask our Servers always, I always say, now, who are you praying for? See, and, well, they said uh, a grandparent, 
a neighbor and a dad. See, I, you know, and so it's good to kind of stay focused for the moment, say your prayers. So that first reading, see, well, when will the new moon and the Sabbath be over so that we can get back to making money? And in fact, they weren't a little dishonest even. The idea of kind of, well, they had scales, you know, and they would measure. I guess it would be like going to Schnooks, and then if they rigged the scale, well, you'd put your food on there, and it would show something that wasn't really honest, and so you would be cheated. And that's what was going on in that first reading. And the prophet was speaking against that kind of living, you know. Again, nothing wrong with a short sermon, a short mass. In fact, I think I remember one priest around the diocese, he was affectionately called Father Fast, because he could do a kind of a short, quick mass. Perhaps that has not rubbed off on me. So anyway, while we're here, see, and then the second reading, what says, well, pray for those in authority. See, pray for leaders, that we have good leaders. Wow, in our church, you know, we suffered if, if church leaders are not too good with, you know, abuse. Political leaders, you know, the government leaders, you know, wherever you are on the issues, will pray for the leaders, see, so that they will have a wisdom. And then the gospel, and I, I wrote about this in my pastor's pen, because this week when I read it, I thought, what? You know, a dis- dishonest person is the hero of the story. Like, what? Jesus is commending somebody who is dishonest? Well, not really. What he was commending was that the guy actually thought about and did something prepared for the next stage of his life. He was dishonest. What was the next stage going to be? Jobless. Fired. See? He was going to be jobless. He was dishonest. Going to be fired. And so it's like, well, he did something about it. And maybe that wasn't even honest. And it says he was commended for being prudent, for doing something. See? So the idea, well, what's the next stage of our life? We don't always think about it, you know, see, eternity. I remember as a kid, you drive along, do they still have those out there, the signs? It said, eternity, and you drive about another minute, where will you spend it, see? Well, we don't think about it, see? And that was the point of the story. Well, he did, and the Lord commended him for thinking about the next stage of his life. I believe in one God, Father the Almighty, maker of heaven.